So it was announced this week that the federal government has come to an agreement with the federal New Democrats on the first phase of a universal pharmacare program. Uh, it'll provide coverage for contraception and diabetes medication in phase one. Uh, we've been told to expect legislation to be tabled this week. It was uh, announced uh, this morning, as a matter of fact, the first step before it can be tabled, uh, maybe as early as tomorrow, which is important because Friday is the new deadline that the NDP issued to the Liberals to get something done if they wanted the agreement that the two parties had made that sees the NDP propping up the Trudeau Liberals in exchange for policy wins like this one continue. So what's in this first phase? Details are pretty scant. Uh, it's enough to keep the agreement in place. What's in it? We're going to speak now with the Honorable Jagmeet Singh, leader of the federal NDP. Uh, Mr. Singh, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you being here. My pleasure. Okay, so we got lots of reaction, and I'm sure you've been monitoring all of it. Support, opposition, oh, yeah. all over the place. In my estimation, we don't know enough about it to really be critical or supportive at this point. You say it meets your demands for this plan. This was a, this is something that you said, you know, was a do or die for this agreement you had with the Liberals. Mm -hmm. What's in it that makes you go, okay, we've got what we need? Every person in this country, every woman in this country that needs access to to contraceptives is going to get it with this plan. Every person in our country that needs diabetes medication, insulin, the medical equipment that goes with dealing with diabetes is going to get it. That's what this plan is. It's nothing less than millions of people being able to get their medical needs met and we force the government to do this. So that's why, that's why this is really is, it's historic. It's never been done before to have the, a national commitment to to cover you're going to go into for provinces that sign on you can go into your pharmacy if you're a woman that needs contraception it'll be covered if you're someone that's living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes you go into your pharmacy with your prescription you will get the medical devices and the diabetes medication you need to stay alive. That's why this is such a big deal. And and I and I congratulate you. I know this is a massive win for you as leader of the NDP to get this policy uh, brought into effect but that's not universal pharmacare. You're talking about diabetes and contraception. If it was universal pharmacare, you must be confident that there's more to come. No, we, we know that the liberals won't go further. Uh, we're, we're very confident that uh, what we secured in our initial negotiation, we, we negotiated to have just a legal framework. And to get the legal framework done was, was something we thought would be very important. It'll help lay the foundation of the groundwork to move forward. But what we initially negotiated just included legislation, just the law just to set up the framework, like the Canada Health Act, but for pharmacare. Uh, what we what we obtain is is to have two classes of medication covered publicly and universally for everybody, um, no matter where you live, no matter what job you have, everybody who wants to who has a prescription for contraceptives or for diabetes will get that coverage. So that's a huge, huge step forward. And what we realize is uh, the conservatives have come out really clearly and said that it's not worth the cost. They don't think that People living on di people living with diabetes who are struggling for paying thousands of dollars to stay alive because they need insulin, they think it's not worth it covering those people. They're just basically saying those people aren't worth it. Uh, to women who who say this is a really important part of making sure we can control our bodies, that we want to be able to have access to contraception. And for a lot of people, it's really cost prohibitive. Uh, conservatives also said they're opposed to that. Well, we're also very sketchy around their their position on on a woman's right to choose in general anyway, so that's not surprising. But they've come out against it. They, they would take this yeah. away from people. Uh, the Liberals have promised something for 30 years, never did it. And so we finally forced the government to move forward. It's not a coincidence that after 30 years of broken promises, 
we finally made this happen. This happened only because New Democrats forced them to do it. And this is the first step forward we've seen in the history of our country towards covering medication. Just so I'm clear, you're not anticipating anything beyond diabetes and contraception? This this is this is the goal line? You're, you're, you're across the line? The framework's in place, but this is where it ends? Oh, this is where I think the Liberals will, will end. Uh, New Democrats want full coverage. So what, I, what I've been convinced of is that if people want to see truly universal coverage for everything that people need, they will need to elect more New Democrats because this only yeah. happened because of us being in power. Uh, I, I don't see the levels going further, uh, but we're going to keep on pushing and keep on fighting. That's why I'm running for prime minister when the, we've got an election scheduled every four years, yeah. whenever the election happens next. I'll be running for prime minister so that we can finish the job. But are you going to keep on fighting? I mean, you've got the hammer. You've had it for a long, long time. You demanded universal pharmacare. This is a far cry from that, and you're saying it's good enough? I mean, if you're really no, going to be fighting, more, fight. Let's just be clear. This is way more than what we had negotiated for. This is far beyond what we, we had said in what we negotiated and wrote on paper that uh, our dental care program was our was our signature, which is going to cover millions of people and give them the dental care needs that they that access the dental care that they need. That's that's our signature. And for pharmacare, we said we want legislation to get us started. What we obtained is millions of people getting actual coverage. This is well and far beyond what was actually uh, written down on paper. This is far beyond what we had fought for. Uh, we pushed for more. The actual agreement written written down, stated strictly legislation. We've now covered millions of people in two classes of medication. Okay, yeah. So this is far, far beyond what we've written down. This is much beyond what we had before. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's definitely far more than we had before. It's just, I no, guess I'm confused. Far more than we had, we had negotiated. Like we have an agreement written down, which lays out specific steps. Okay, I, I, that, I think just the expectation of, just, of most Canadians was universal pharmacare, and this ain't it. No, no, no. What we had negotiated was to have legislation. What we got for people is you can go into the pharmacy and get your contraception. You can go into the pharmacy and get your diabetes medication. That's far and above what we had initially written down on paper. So we got more. That's why that's the only, only reason why we're still moving forward. We squeeze and force this government to do more. The whole, what we have done is in, in this minority government, we, we had a choice. What do we do with our power? We sit back and just complain oh, on the yeah. sidelines like the conservatives. Or do we get stuff done for people? Do we make Ottawa work for people? I didn't get sent to Ottawa to just sit back and make noise in a corner and just complain in a corner like the Conservatives. I was sent to Ottawa. I became a new Democrat to make people's lives better. I've used every ounce of my power, every oh, yes. time that I have in Parliament to make a difference. No question. I, I, I give you full credit. I mean, yeah, you managed to get some policy uh, actually legislated, which is absolutely, you, you've used your position uh, very, very well. I, I don't doubt that. I, like, I, like I say, I was just confused because I thought it was universal pharmacare. But um, let me ask you before we run out of time here, uh, your response to what we've heard in our province, uh, our, you know, our, our, our premier was uh, on Twitter yesterday. Uh, she says, uh, NDP leader Jagmeet Singh says, Quebec can opt out of the federal program and take additional health transfer payments. Um, but we cannot. She's tired of your coalition with the Liberals treating Albertans as second-class citizens. The health minister says this is just a hastily arranged deal done just for political reasons because Singh doesn't, he doesn't have the, the backbone to pull the trigger and bring down the Liberals. Um, how do you respond to the way it's being received here in Alberta? Well, I'm not surprised that Daniel Smith, who has cut health care education and made life worse for Albertans, is opposed to any measure that's going to make people's lives better. I'm not surprised that she's saying that. She's going to have to defend to Albertans why in other provinces 
like in it's soon to be in Manitoba and in BC, why people are going to have access to medication coverage for free and why Albertans don't deserve that. Uh, Quebec already has a hybrid system, a, a public and private hybrid where there's public coverage of, of medication for everybody who has a public system. It's not based on um, uh, specific groups of people. It's a public and private. Uh, there's complications with that system, and that's why it's a bit more complicated in Quebec. But we absolutely believe that the best way forward is to have a universal program where everyone benefits, where all the provinces are able to cover everyone's medication needs, and the federal government does its part to invest in it. That's what we're fighting for. Uh, a lot of listeners saying, um, you know, what, what about the cost? Do you consider the cost of these policies? The, the PBO saying, you know, Pharmacare would be $40 billion a year, which is $1,000 for every single Canadian's a year. Where, where, does the, where does the money come from? Well, what we're proposing are, are reasonable first steps, and, and the cost is going to come out very soon. Folks will see that it is very reasonable. Uh, we would say that governments have wasted money in lots of ways that we would stop. We think that instead of wasting um, hundreds of millions of dollars on outside consulting, um, that, that is a waste of money, that that should go towards uh, programs like this. We know that there's billions of dollars that CRA is not collecting in taxes that are due to CRA strictly because conservatives and liberals have cut the uh, amount of workforce to to recover that 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 revenue so not extra taxes not additional taxes just what ex- right now we're owed what 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 people are supposed to, or corporations are supposed to be paying because we don't have enough staff that are recovering that revenue that is just the normal revenue owed we're losing billions of dollars so there's lots of ways that a government could ensure that we are able to afford these type of programs. Um, okay, uh, last one. Timeline. Like, if I'm a diabetic, when do you think I might not have to pay for my medication anymore in this country? Uh, we. This can happen very rapidly. The the funding and the commitment for funding is secured, and this could happen. Uh, there is really no delay in in the legislation. You'll see some language that we can begin negotiations immediately. So, for provinces that want to sign on, we're talking a very rapid. Uh, coverage for people to start happening uh, very soon. Okay. Uh, Mr. Singh, I appreciate your time. I kept you a little longer than we said we would. I do appreciate your patience. Uh, Thanks for being here. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone. And for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.